When witches go riding and black cats are seen, the moon laughs and whispers, it's near Halloween. So put on your PJs and gather your snacks. Settle in for spooky time with this podcasting chat. It's horror-filled, it's fun, and there are no rules. Of course, you're listening to Girls, Girls, Girls. Hello there, my spooky ones, and welcome to this special Halloween sleepover episode of the Girls Gang podcast, where we avoid the man in the mask by huddling together under the covers. My name is Rebecca, and I'm assistant editor at Girls, and I will be your host. This app is going to be a little bit different as we take a break from dissecting one horror film and instead we have the biggest pillow fight of all time as we count down our top five Halloween recommends. And joining me today are two sleepover besties. Firstly, we have Bam the Bitch Went Down, Liz Bishop. Hello Liz. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Happy to be here. How are you? Good, yeah. I'm in the Halloween spirit and you've got your Halloween nails, so we're all good. I've I've literally just returned from the nail salon. They're bright orange and they're glittery and they're very, very sharp, ready to cut down some demons or men, probably. Well, if that man in the mask (laughs) shows up, you know, we've got a weapon now. So I I feel safer tonight that your heel is. So, um... Do you want to introduce you? You protect me, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, um, so I am Liz Bishop. I am uh, at home with horror on Twitter and everywhere else. And I currently write for Ghouls Magazine, my favourite place in the world. Um, And I also do list writing for Collider. Um, So I try and focus that a lot on horror as well. Um, so yeah that's me at the moment great and oh coming through the bedroom window there is that the killer or is it the suspicious love interest oh no it's all good it's Josh Tonks (laughs) (laughs) that was so good that was so good hi everyone yes it is me Josh Tonks how are we all doing (laughs) hello Josh good to have you here and welcome you're now part of the girls gang how does it feel I am. I'm so excited. And you know what? It was taking every fibre of my being to not interrupt all those amazing intros because they were so good. And I was like <laughs> silently giggling in the background. So nice one. Very good. I'm happy to be here. And yeah, very excited. Oh, thanks for joining our sleepover. So um, do you want to just give us a little intro about you and the things yeah. that you get up to? Yeah. So I'm Josh. I'm an actor. Um, which means most of the time you can find me working in a restaurant or, you know, teaching children. Uh, but uh, I, uh, I'm a big horror fan as well. And you've probably heard me pop up on various podcasts. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, you know, just just an avid horror watcher. And uh, I well, we can talk about it at the end, I guess. But I've actually got a, a horror film coming out this year, which is very, very exciting. Oh, he's teasing us right at the top. I love mm. it. <laughs> Okay, so we are going to come to our Halloween film recommendations 
in a little bit, but to get us in the mood while the popcorn's getting warmed up, we are going to have the first of three sleepover games. So, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. I didn't know there'd be games. <laughs> it, it could go well or it could go horribly wrong, but um, it's no, all in the spirit perfect. of Halloween. <laughs> okay, so we are going to start with a Halloween horror quiz, Okay. And uh, being horror fans, we know there are certain rules that we have to abide by. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give you a little rundown of those rules. Okay, so number one, we don't have any buzzers because this is virtual, sadly. But um, I am going to allocate you both a verbal buzzer. So... Oh, the delight of being the host. Okay, so Liz, your buzzer is going to be, here's Johnny. Okay, great. <laughs> and Josh, yours is going to be, going to need a bigger boat. Okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> so Slightly wordier, but fine. We'll, do, we'll yeah. deal well, with it. You know, I thought you're the actor, so I've got to make it an even playing field. Fine. Okay, so, <laughs> right. You can only <clears throat> buzz in using your quote. Yeah, and you can only do it once the question's finished. And if you don't say that quote with conviction, then the question will get given to the other person. So I want conviction. Okay. (laughs) Can I just um, add in a little stipulation here that I am really shit under pressure. So I feel like you will ask me the most obvious question that every horror fan in the world will know. You can ask me like something about something that I know really well, like Buffy or anything else, and I will probably still get it wrong under pressure. Question so, one, Buffy apology. slays what? <laughs> uh, oh my God, I'm freaking uh, out. Pressure, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's get into it then. Right. This is a nice, easy one to start off. Okay, so... What fruit is bobbed for in the famous Halloween pastime? We're going to need a bigger it's Johnny. Oh, I think Josh, you just got that. <laughs> uh, that would be apples. Correct. One point to Josh. Come on, Liz, you can do this, girl. Okay, question two. One girl. <laughs> <laughs> in The Wizard of Oz, one of the good witches comes from the north, but which compass point does the other good witch come from? Here's Johnny. <laughs> okay, Liz. Uh, Wicked Witch of the West. The good witch. We're going to need a bit of a... Oh, the good witch. Josh, go on. You've only got two to choose from. So. The, the South. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Told you. Right. Question three. Complete the line from A Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984. Okay. The lawyers got fat and the judge got blank. We're going to need to pick a boat. Oh, there's a bit of <laughs> trepidation there. <laughs> um, rich. Oh, it's very close, but no. Liz, okay. do you want to give it a try? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly have no idea. Uh, Famous. Famous. Okay. Uh, Okay. So it's still all to play for. So what is the full title of the sixth film in the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise? Oh, 
Josh searching, in a bigger boat. searching. Okay, come on. Unearth it. Freddy's dead, the final nightmare. Correct. Yes. Okay. Stay, sailing <laughs> on up the charts. Okay. Right. We're gonna change change the um the theme here. So okay. Liz, it's all up for grabs. Okay. So next four questions are one star reviews. So uh wow. these are the kind one-star reviews people have left about some of our favorite horror films. So I'm going to read the quote and um, I'm looking for the title of the film. Okay, so here we go. Far too self-obsessed, influenced by MTV videos, the eccentric grandpa is irritating as hell and the soundtrack is over-reliant on rubbish 80s acts. We're going to need a bigger boat. Josh? The Lost Boys. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's no 80s music that's rubbish. So, no. <laughs> And also, the eccentric grandpa is like the best bit. The best bit. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Right. Next question. Fertility and death rituals, cannibalism, and bizarre and inexplicable rituals. It's a grotesque nightmare. Can you use that in a sentence, please? I feel like I'm doing a spelling bee. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I feel like the word fertility is really... Uh, is really I would say the word ritual is and probably rituals, yeah. the, the big giveaway here. Uh, we're going to need a bigger boat. Josh? Rosemary's Baby? No. No, okay. Liz, have you got any guesses? Um, can you repeat the line? Can you repeat yeah. it? Okay. Fertility and death rituals, cannibalism, and bizarre and inexplicable rituals. It's a grotesque nightmare. Oh, um, here's Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I love your dedication to the buzzer. Sorry. Is it Hellraiser? <laughs> no, it's Midsummer. <laughs> oh, oh yeah no. okay. i know right you just don't think it's <clears throat> okay right let's Hold move on a second someone gave midsummer a one-star review well, that's what we need that's the talking point here really isn't it <laughs> <laughs> that is disgusting <clears throat> liz is gonna uh, come and troll you now whoever yeah. you are <laughs> gonna hunt you down on letterboxd she's gonna find you she's gonna liam neeson you it's gonna be the whole thing <laughs> okay next one i've ordered this three times and paid for it i still haven't been able to watch it i highly doubt it's the devil stopping it here's johnny this is it the exorcist correct yes yes nice. and she's Finally. out the gate Woo, she's out the gate okay you do feel kind of sorry for her the finale is well done but overall it's kind of dated it's all right and worth a watch but the book is brilliant we can need a bit Here's of it johnny oh there's oh tension <laughs> okay josh carrie correct Yes. That was what I was going to guess too. Yeah. Woo, yay. I feel that's a mutual love of ours. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of love for Carrie. Okay. Now, these last questions are all taglines from horror films. Okay. Okay. 
we've got beginner, intermediate, and boss level. Okay, Ooh. so <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating. Oh, Liz. <laughs> Liz is never going to speak to me again after this. Okay, <laughs> right, beginner level. Okay, in space, no one can hear you scream. Oh, uh, we're going to need a bigger boat. Josh? Alien. Correct. Okay. Tagline two. Check in. Relax. Take a shower. We're going to need a bigger boat. Johnny. Josh? Sorry. Psycho. Yeah, Liz, you were so (laughs) close. Damn it. Do you know what? You're so close. I'm going to give you a point. Just so you know. (laughs) Because you're a ghoul. Okay. Right. Intermediate, okay. Who will survive and what will be left of them? Here's Johnny. Liz? Oh, no, I think I've got it wrong now. Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yes! Yes! yes. Yay! (laughs) I would have had to unfriend you if you didn't get that, Liz. (laughs) This is my favourite horror film. (laughs) Okay. Um, If this film doesn't make your skin crawl, it's on too tight. We're gonna need a bigger boat. Josh. Black Christmas. Correct. Yeah, that's a fave. I love it. That's a brilliant tagline. Okay, boss level. Okay. <laughs> Every family tree holds a secret. Here's Johnny. Oh. <sighs> Liz. Is it Cherry Falls? No. Oh, We're gonna need a bigger boat. Josh. Is it hereditary? It is hereditary. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like the poor the poor listeners of this are just gonna hear noises ooh, uh, the whole time. Just grunts and yeah. Right. <laughs> I just feel like I'm really outing myself as a fake Ariasta fan because I claim to really love these films and so far I've got them both wrong. <laughs> I just have too much free time. <laughs> it's late in the day. It's fine. Okay, last one. The only thing more terrifying. Than the last 12 minutes of this movie or the first 92. Oh, I do know this. Ah, okay. <laughs> first 92. First of all, a horror film that's longer than 90 minutes. <laughs> Controversial. Um, oh, God. Oh, There's going to be people listening and screaming. Yeah, I'm screaming in my head because I know that I know it. Oh, here's Johnny. Liz? <laughs> is, it, uh, is it the Blair Witch Project? No. Sorry. Last Sorry. 92. Last 92. Can you give us a decade? I can. The seven, 70s. The 70s. 70s. Yeah. Hello. Oh. Mm. Oh, here's Jenny. Liz, go on. Come on, girl. I spit in the grave. No. I. I uh, we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, oh, it's sinking. Is it the omen? <laughs> no. No, it's, it's not it, the omen. It's Suspiria. Oh, fuck. Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> well, um, okay. Let's just toss up these scores. Liz, you've got three. And Josh, you've got nine. So. Ooh, okay. <laughs> well done. Okay. Nice <laughs> Right, so I wanted to talk a little bit about Halloween traditions and growing up, and I was thinking about my memories, um, which mostly consist consist of me being a bimbag witch, 
um, <laughs> as as a child of the eighties, um, wearing like giant plastic fingers, um, yeah, uh, having like a trick or treat bucket that was I am a kid in, just full to the absolute brim. Like people were so generous, um, doing lots of apple apple bobbing and eating burgers and hot dogs and sparklers as well because it's was so close to bonfire night that we'd always have sparklers. Um, so yeah, I wanted to ask both of you, what are your memories of Halloween growing up? Um, Liz, do you want to go first? Um, it's very strange for me because I lived in um, a high rise flat when I was younger. So I didn't do the whole like trick or treating out in the street. But I do remember that me and my sort of friends that I made within the block would go like go onto each floor and sort of knock on the doors and return back with chocolate and things um other than that I think to be honest Halloween has always been about films and tv for me just watching the same things every year I think again because I was an only child there wasn't a lot that I did around the sort of family things there was always just me and my mum so we would just watch a lot of films um as I've got older I tend to or just try and do as much as possible in October, as many films as possible, as many activities as possible. Uh, I've already carved pumpkins this year and I'll be doing it probably oh, yes. another two or three times. But um, yeah, it's definitely become more of a thing for me as an adult than it was as a child. Um, but I, I've always loved it. It's always been my favourite month of the year. Yeah, as as everyone says, Halloween is uh, our Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. And Josh, what about you? Similar to Liz, really. Like um, my my parents, we you know we never celebrated it, and I think I. I mostly love Halloween even now because of the films and the TV, and I think the community that we have now. I think on um, on social media and through podcasts and things like that. But as a kid, I was actually quite scared of a lot of things, and I didn't really like dressing up either. Like I was quite shy, and so you know, I, uh, I, I, you know, we we weren't really allowed to go out trick or treating, and I didn't like dressing up, and so it was like, what? Why would I sort of? <laughs> even be interested in this time of year but what I did love was was tv and film and I think you know a lot of the stuff I watched as a kid was very American and you sort of see the Halloween season portrayed in that way so you sort of like live vicariously through the way that it's 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 done and presented there like it's not the same here you know <laughs> it it feels just, you know, like the, the kids go out when it's earlier over there and everything's decorated and it feels a bit more sort of inclusive. Whereas it, it felt a little bit like I was begging or, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, not not kind of, um, I don't know, like putting people out by knocking on their doors and not really knowing them and stuff. So, um, so yeah, there was never really that culture, but yeah, just the movies, the movies, man. Yeah, it's I, interesting you say that because I was told the same. Really, I, I do vaguely recall, yeah, being <laughs> you know, it's cheeky to go and knock on someone's door yeah. and ask them for something. Um, and it was always very, oh, you know, Halloween isn't a real thing; it's an American thing. And yeah, it, yeah, it's only I, I do feel like as an adult more getting into this community but also just in general like a lot of people outside of the community celebrate Halloween more now than 
they did when we were kids, maybe, or maybe it just appears that way. Well, you now. get lots of big parties now, don't you? As well, I kind yeah. of, you know, in in the big cities, you know, it on Halloween or like the the closest weekend to Halloween is usually really busy. It's like yeah. that. Um, there's a recent Simpsons episode that I really love, uh, which is I think the only Halloween episode they've done that isn't like a Treehouse of Horror, um, and it's part of the episode shows you like adult Halloween like when the kids go to bed and the grown-ups come out and I think Bart <laughs> is still out um and sort of witnesses it and it's like a little bit provocative and a little bit too grown up for him and it's just so true it's the <laughs> the point the time of year where all the the grown-ups kind of really cut loose a bit yeah <laughs> the dark side of Halloween mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so we've had our snacks and now uh, we're getting ready to watch our Halloween movies. But before we do, we're going to play a little game of truth or dare. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I haven't finished with you yet. It's a... <laughs> okay. Up so... to no good. Up to no <laughs> good, to honey, no Rebecca. Good. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so I've got one um, truth or dare uh, for each of you. So... It's up to you. You can pick um, truth or dare uh, each round. There's two rounds, but you've got to pick one truth and one dare. Sure. So, yeah, there's no wimping out here. Okay. <laughs> so, Josh, let's start with you since you did so well in the quiz. Um, so, for your first one, would you like truth or would you like dare? I'm going to choose dare. Straight away. Okay. (laughs) Get it over with. You're going to be sorry. Okay. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Okay. So, especially with you being an actor, I designed Mm -hmm. this day with you in mind. Oh, my God. (laughs) Right. I'm so into it. (laughs) Giggling. (laughs) Okay. So, as this is uh, audio only, right? Mm -hmm. So, we don't have visuals to rely on. Right. So, through the use of sound effects only, I want you to depict the emotion of the character in the following scenes. Okay. okay. Right. So, A, okay. Wendy Torrance as Jack is axing his way into the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, he's getting into character. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, I'm holding the really long knife. Here we go. <laughs> I just got a pop-up on my computer being like garage band has detected feedback. (laughs) (laughs) The sound was scary, but the face was what made it. I'm glad me and Liz got to witness the face. (laughs) Oh my god. God. Okay, B. B. Paul, Paul Sheldon as he's being hobbled in misery. (laughs) i mean it sounded a lot like a toilet function (laughs) (laughs) really constipated (laughs) it was the um it was the wrong stephen king it was it was it was dream catcher wasn't it with the shit right When I closed my eyes then, Josh, I was just totally there. I was. (laughs) Well, I couldn't just scream again because my computer would yell at me. (laughs) (laughs) Or that you'll have the neighbours calling the police. Okay. I know. (laughs) 
And finally, okay, Carrie waits as she is being crowned the prom queen. Oh, okay. There is, oh God. Okay, there isn't any sound in it because she doesn't make any. So, oh, (laughs) (laughs) can I say words? Yeah, you can say words. Well, it's got to (laughs) be, they're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. (laughs) (laughs) That was just top draw. Top draw. Oscar worthy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) okay Liz I bet you're worried now aren't you (laughs) I'm absolutely terrified and not even slightly an actress so (laughs) okay truth or dare um I'm just gonna rip off the plaster and go for dare too okay okay Liz Mm -hmm. impersonate one character from the Scream franchise Easy. Okay. I'm just trying to think of the right character. You've got lots to choose from. You do. <laughs> hmm. can, can I just do one line? Yes. Yeah. See if you know who it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Come on. <laughs> I really apologize to all Americans everywhere. <laughs> all the Americans across the land. Everywhere. <clears throat> Um, okay. I don't need friends. I need fans. Yes. Yes, Liz, you smashed that. Giving me Jill Terrible American accent, but my favourite, <laughs> my favourite person. I love you. You didn't go for the obvious either. I'm a huge Emma Roberts stan. Mm. I know she's problematic, but she's we also love her anyway. Yeah, there's just something about her. I love her. <laughs> Okay, Josh, well, your truth is, mm-hmm. please tell us, is there a remake you prefer to the original? Well, mm, I was going to say there's there's an easy answer to that, which is like the thing. <laughs> but if I'm going to play it properly, is there yes. a remake I prefer to the original? Um, I prefer... I prefer the remake of The Last House on the left to Wes Craven's original. Ooh. Just an easier watch. Yeah. An easier watch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And there's no sort of like, what would you call it? Uh, like farcical music in it that's just totally yeah. bizarre. <laughs> it feels like it, it probably doesn't go as hard, but it also isn't oh. as silly. And I think it hangs together probably as a better film overall. Um that being said, I've not seen it in a while, but I remember when I watched the two, it's the one that I found easier to watch and the one I enjoyed more. So, yeah. Great. Um, Liz, your mm-hmm. truth. Snog, marry, avoid. <laughs> oh, she's excited. She's rubbing oh, her arms together. <laughs> it's getting steamy. Um, Jason, Freddy, Michael. Oh, I'm going to have to snog Jason because there's something about the large... Mm, hold on. Which, which Jason? In which film? Are you, are you wanting to climb the like details? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah. Hockey mask, Jason. I'm going to snog. Mm-hmm. 
I think I'd have to marry Freddie because he's funny. Sense of humour helps, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I know, controversial, I know. Um, but yeah, I think I'd have to kill Michael because someone's got to do it. For God's sake, it's been a lifetime. Like, <laughs> yeah. we, you know, I'm not a big fan of the the newer films, and I just it's it's time for him to go. To go. It's I'll time for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. He's not invited to the wedding with Freddie. No, unfortunately <laughs> not. Rebecca, what's yeah. yours? Truth or dare? Mm. <laughs> what's your no? But what's your um? What's your uh? What's your uh? Freddie, Jason, or Michael? Oh, how the tables have turned! I know. <laughs> you don't get out that easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I would. Oh, I can't kiss Freddie. That's just vile. No. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I think I would. I think I'll kiss Michael. Uh, I think I'll marry Jason, and was a kill. Yeah, yeah kill. Yeah. And I would kill um, Freddie. Freddie's the one that's left. Yeah, Freddie, because mm-hmm. you know Nancy is a big hero of mine. So I could get to play Nancy for the for a moment. So yeah. <laughs> nice. I think okay. mine would be the same as well. Yours would be yours. the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Freddie's just too evil. I couldn't. He's got to go. He's got to go. Yeah. Okay. So, thank you both for being such good sports. Um, now the lights are off, the drinks are poured, and we're all snuggled up in front of the telly. It is time to discuss our top five recommends for Halloween. So we have each picked five films. Um. We're going to go from five to one. So five being, I mean, we all struggled, I think, ranking them. But for the sake of it, we'll say like five being the sort of lowest and one being the highest. Um, So we'll start off with our number fives. So, Josh, what is at your number five? Yeah, I kind of cheated with this a little bit. So it's not quite a film. But hmm. I, uh, I I, I, I base my top five on sort of what I would sort of maybe watch and yeah. almost in order in that kind of way. So for my number five, I actually picked two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So I chose um, Halloween and Fear Itself, which are the the Halloween episodes from season two and season four. We left out the Dawn one from season six. We don't need that one. Um, <laughs> but I just, I think it's a really good way to sort of start the start the viewing of some, something light, something easy, something fun and familiar. It's not too scary. Um, but it's just something that I, it's almost like a, it's like a nice comfort watch and they're both really great episodes of the show. So yeah, that's mine. Is, is now the time to confess I've never seen an episode of Buffy? Have you not? Oh, wow. That's amazing. Well, there's always time. There's always time. And you've got two people right here that can recommend all the, (laughs) all the ones to watch if you ever want to just dip your toe in. So I was just about to say that we're probably the two worst people that you could possibly say that to, but we'll convert you. It's okay. <laughs> You'll convert me, yeah, to the church of Buffy. <laughs> have you seen have you seen the movie? No. I've literally oh, the whole thing bypassed me. There were girls in my class that used to go to conventions and stuff mm-hmm. at school, but it just totally I was into Shakespeare while everyone was into Buffy, like yeah. a total loser. So <laughs> no, that's like no. <laughs> It's amazing. It's at the no. root of all the stories that we love, anyway. So, 
And Liz. We were definitely for losers. Oh, well, now I'm even more excited to explore. Um, So, Liz, what's your number five? Um, So, my number five, I think I've gone for one that's a bit less. It's definitely not horror, um, but it's something that I watch every year around this time. It's one that makes me feel all like warm and cozy inside and ready for the season. And it is uh, Practical Magic. Yes. Oh, brilliant choice. <laughs> it is one of my top five favourite films of all time ever. I think Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman are just perfect. And it's it's super like cozy and romantic but then it's also got that bit of like magic and evil in it and it's just everything about how it looks and everything it's all set in autumn and this big old house and the leaves and it's just it's just (laughs) the dream for like every girl who grew up and wanted to be a witch like it was the dream so that is my number five pick Great. And um, while you two have picked like cozy comfort things, I now feel a bit like maybe Zoe's rubbing off on me too much. Um, (laughs) Maybe, yeah. (laughs) I've picked a Serbian. No. um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've picked the Blair Witch Project for my number five. Um, Great one. Yeah, because I have really strong memories of um, watching it um, one Halloween um, in my parents' house on my own. You know, everyone had gone to bed and I turned the lights out and it was scary as hell. And it never stops being scary to me. I'm I'm someone who does a lot of like walking in the countryside and I've actually done that thing where I end up at the same spot again. So that moment always <laughs> really terrifies me. Um, yeah. The ending as well to me is just sheer terror. Uh, perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. It, it's perfect. It is. It and, is. You know, such a great example of what you can do on a small budget as well. Mm-hmm. And um, it just captured a period in time as well, didn't it? Like just yeah. the the fact that it was sort of almost marketed in a way that made you think it was possibly real. I remember like stories about the film going around my school at the time like really it was was so exciting there was all all like rumors about like oh apparently actually happened and all of this and then when you find out that it's all made up like that was part of the fun as well and that sort of like the use of technology in it as well just feels very like of 1999 you know yeah it's like it it doesn't feel it's it doesn't feel dated but it feels almost like a a time capsule that's a great way to yeah. describe it. Yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't it, it doesn't ever lose its like impact for me. It no. doesn't date, but yeah, totally. It's it's got that nineties vibe. It's always the one thing where you know when people are like, oh, you know, if you could go back in time and live through like a different sort of era or something, it's always my answer that I wish that I was an adult when that came out and that I could have lived through that marketing campaign and mm. really sort of bought into it and gone to the cinema to see it because I was too young to sort of I had the same where I sort of I heard rumors about it but it would have been years after before I'd actually seen it and I always think I'd love to because you'll never get anything like that again now you'll never have that sort of nothing will have that sort of real impact because so many films after it followed that sort of marketing campaign 
but I'd love to go back and live it. What mm. a great time. Yeah. Yeah. We're too corrupt now, aren't we? Like we were innocent yeah. back then. Oh, we'd find <laughs> yeah. out in a second. Someone would just be like, twi- Twitter, Google like, it. 30 <laughs> seconds later. And then, no, it's not real. You know, like it's so sad, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, Liz, what is that your number four? Okay, so my number four one, it's a bit of a cheat one, like Josh is. Um, mine is Stranger Things. Yes. The whole of Stranger Things. The whole. <laughs> the whole of it. Purely because, again, it's something that the first season sort of dropped around Halloween, I think, or the second season. It's second just one, something yeah. that always makes me think of Halloween. Um, every single year that a new series has come out, it's been like one of the characters has been the costume like this year it's Eddie Munson Mm. you know previous years it's been 11 and I just think it's had such a big impact on sort of this time of the year and Halloween itself as like costumes and things and I just I think it's again it's perfect tv um it's it's cozy it's friend like you know makes you feel like you know these characters you love them you can settle in and feel like you're sort of with family but it's also got some really like scary horrible traumatic moments especially the new season which Mm. I won't spoil for anyone but the new season is just an extended 80s horror film and it's yeah it's brilliant it really leans into all of that doesn't it it's giving you a little little bit of Elm Street a little bit of some cosmic horror maybe like it's yeah it's very exciting Absolutely. What a good choice. I love Stranger Things as well. I've, I'm not wearing it at the moment, but I was wearing it earlier. But I just bought a Hawkins High School Letterman jacket. And, I saw um, you. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> living my, living my uh, American teenage fantasy. Yes. <laughs> so, Josh, what is your number four? My, uh, my number four is a... I feel like it's a bit of a modern classic. It's uh, Michael Doherty's... 2007 trick r treat yes um, which is it's like an anthology horror but it's it doesn't feel like the type of anthology where it's split into just like really clearly defined separate stories these are interconnected they all take place sort of on the same night it's in this small town um and it introduced us to the character of sam who is this sort of like little sack head character that um appears in each of the stories um, and i think it's rare these days to create sort of a modern sort of horror icon and i think that film achieved it in just one go um and i love it it's got anna paquin in um it's got i always forget her name but i loved her in the tv series popular when i was a kid and she's like in the opening scene um so it's got like some nice familiar faces in it it's got some great sort of great stories great scares and um it's just really cool and really fun and it's a it's it's the step up from Buffy so it is horror but it's like fun and playful as well yeah I watched it last year on Halloween for the first time and I love anything that's like set at Halloween as Mm. well like because it just makes you feel even more like oh it's now it's perfect for the occasion and yeah yeah I watch I watch it every single year without oh, do you? it's like a ritual yeah, if, if Josh hadn't picked it for his top five Same. I would definitely put it in mine definitely. yeah it could but, be all our top fives 
Yes. It's such a good one, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. It's a strong recommend from girls. Absolutely. <laughs> um, my top four is uh, An American Werewolf in London. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> um, this film has got it all. Like It's got special effects. It's got the some moments of absolute genuine some of my like top scariest moments ever ever mm-hmm. it's got that like dark comedy you know and it's just I was thinking about was there a scene I like the most and it's just like no it's just iconic scene after iconic scene you know from like you made me miss to like <laughs> you know <laughs> to, to the transformation scene the underground scene um you know everything it's like just incredible and I think it's got a killer soundtrack as well mm. and like a real emotional pull of an ending um so yeah that and is it's my... sexy as well it's, it's a sexy so movie sexy. David Norton's sexy Jenny Olga they're, yeah. they're hot it's good yeah one. there's like there's biting in the shower <laughs> yeah you know it <laughs> it's great I love it so uh Josh what have you got at number three number three let me just check <laughs> It's on my phone. Ray, right do tell us. How can I remember? Ooh, okay. So my number three isn't uh again 100 percent horror. I'd say it's more horror adjacent. It's sort of a the Terminator meets Halloween. It's um Adam Wingard and Simon Barrett's The Guest, starring oh. Micah Monroe and a very, very sexy coming out of the shower, memeable, gifable. Dan Stevens it's great <laughs> I think it's just it captures the mood of the season it's set on Halloween the the third act takes place in sort of like a uh, like a haunted maze um and even the you know the um the costumes that the characters are wearing like Michael Monroe's character um is a waitress and she's got this sort of sort of very costumable um blue and yellow waitress's uniform and then even when she's just going out for like a party scene she's kind of got like a skull like shirt that she's wearing and she looks really cool so it's just got this great sort of um aesthetic and and vibe to it and a great great score it's sort of it, it, i think it was 2014 2015 when it came out and it's that time where scores were sort of dipping back into that 80s throwback synth style before it became just overdone it was <laughs> yes. sort of the, the beginning of that and it's just great. It's just cool. It's just a really cool film. Oh, I've not seen the guest, so ah, I might have to... No. Oh, guys, definitely, definitely recommend it then. It's really good. Um, yeah, I, w- I, I won't spoil too much about it then. I won't say anything, but I would definitely, definitely recommend it. It's been on my list for a really long time because I know it's one that everyone sort of loves. I know a lot of the ghouls have talked about it and they all love it. But it's just one of those films that I just never get around to. And yeah. Maybe this, we'll have a little Halloween. watch along. Yeah. Let's do a little yeah. watch along. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Liz, what about you? What's at your number three? Um, so for number three, I have gone straight horror. Um, the bloodiest, goriest horror you could probably get that's not on the level of Zoe but you know on us <laughs> on us mere mortals level level um I have gone for Terrifier ah. but I've sort of changed it since seeing Terrifier 2 and now I want it to be Terrifier 2 because Terrifier 2 is obviously I won't spoil it because it's not released here yet um but it's a lot more 
Halloweeny. There's a lot more Halloween party, Halloween costumes. It's a lot more sort of um, like bright and funny and a, a bit sort of just just got a bit more of that Halloween feel. Whereas the first one was set on Halloween, but it was still just quite like gritty, like one location sort of thing. Um, but I think kind of the way that Josh talked about um, – Sam in Trick or Treat, Art the Clown has sort of become like a modern horror icon. Yeah. Like you quite often now see him, you know, in the same sort of lineup as Freddie and Jason. And I think in 20 years' time, horror fans will still talk about Art the Clown. And I know that Terrifier is probably a quite an unpopular choice because you tend to either really love it, like myself or really hate it and think it's the worst thing that's ever been made, which is fine. <laughs> but I don't think that you can deny that the character design and David Howard Thornton's performance is genuinely terrifying. Um, He's just, yeah. it's unreal to watch. So I would definitely recommend that if you can, watch Terrifier 2, but if not, definitely watch Terrifier. Nice. Have you, uh, Rebecca? Have you seen it? Because I've I've not actually seen Terrifier, and there's been a little bit of me that's been apprehensive to just because of how I know how like graphic it is from what I've heard, but also Art the Clown is te is terrifying. Like just, genuinely, just as an image, yeah, <laughs> yeah, as an image is terrifying, and it's such a magnificent creation to actually scare people again. Like clowns yes. don't really scare me to be honest, and this dude, horrible. <laughs> Yeah, I have seen it. And um, a few months ago, I had a really bad day at work. And I was like, I need something that's really going <laughs> to, is really going <laughs> to, I don't know what I wanted, but oh, yeah. I ended up watching Terrifier and it did the job, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> it's funny because it's like, obviously, I, I won't spoil it, but anyone who, who's a horror fan really will probably know that it's very, very graphic. Mm. Um, there's not, a massive amount of plot to it just a lot of quite graphic gory kills and some really good sort of character work from him um but I have recently started dating someone and made him watch it the other week <laughs> as you do not a horror fan he's not I mean he's not a you know he doesn't hate horror but he's not like a fan he's watched commercial horror films yeah. and, you know, and I made him watch it and <laughs> He was mortified and I was absolutely hysterical laughing at all of it, thinking it's so much fun. And he genuinely at one point looked at me and was like, should I be scared? And I was like, no, it's not scary. It's just gory. And he was like, no, should I be scared of you? <laughs> like, um, hey, maybe. <laughs> And the answer is yes, you should be. Um, Resolutely. Oh, yes. That's the way I like it. <laughs> I was sort of like, no, no, as long as you're nice to me, there's nothing, there's, you've got no reason to be scared. <laughs> but just know that if you cross me, I've got a lot of things to draw inspiration yeah. from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so my number three is probably no surprise to anyone it's Nightmare on Elm Street um 2010 no I'm joking um, 
I I wrote a whole article about the needlessness of that film. Um, no, this is obviously 1984's um, Nightmare on Elm Street. This is in my top five forever. I think Craven taps into a fear that just affects us all and the concept is just so timeless. Execution's great. Yes, I know people will go, oh, a lot of those effects are so dated, but I love in-camera effects and mm-hmm. I think the effects are fantastic you know things like Freddie coming through the wall mm-hmm. and you know even the uh, the stairs when she's running up the stairs and her mm-hmm. feet sink yes it looks a bit dated I guess but it's still it like it taps into like some of the surreal things that I've dreamt about and I've had that kind of treacle experience yeah. when walking um I love slashes most of all like so and I often say it's hard to really buy into a group of teens as being friends mm-hmm. and m- a lot of the times just to buy in that they are actually teens because <laughs> they're usually so old but um here I think like Craven just does such a good job of like showing them as a friendship group first and how I feel like that really taps into the tragedy of them being picked off you know it really makes you feel that and Nancy is just my favorite final girl you know she's she's strong but she's vulnerable as well and and I really like that um so yes that is my number three um I mean there's 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 not much more to say about it than like has already been said but like it's yeah it's because it's funny isn't it that it's it doesn't it's not really like a Halloween movie is it really but it's just so it's it's kind of it's just perfect it's just a perfect film perfect villain I love Nancy as well I think she's wonderful um and I love I love all like that when you know people talking about the the effects I mean they're amazing like the rotating room yeah you know, or the blood the geyser of blood and then um you know Amanda Wiss getting dragged across the ceiling like they're yeah. so imaginative and creative and you know you look at the the context of that um that movie like it, it reinvigorated the slasher because you know you know uh, black christmas halloween friday the 13th had sort of brought it into the foreground but by like the 81 82 like people were over it you've got films like student bodies coming out where it's getting spoofed and then craven comes along for probably the the second and not the last time in his career <laughs> and just completely reinvents the genre and goes boom like here's an, something else to be frightened of fab i love it it's a favorite as well we love you wes Oh. So, Josh, what have you got in your second spot? Well, going from uh, going from Springwood, we're going to take it all the way to uh, to Haddonfield, Illinois. So it has to be on the list. List. I think I jumped in here first with this. You one, did. To be you did. <laughs> um, and I didn't want to put it. I didn't want to be cliche and put it at the top. Um, but uh, it's it's got to be John Carpenter's original. Halloween from 1978. Yeah, I mean, what what can you say? Yeah, yeah. About it, (laughs) (laughs) it just—I love. You know, it it captures the feeling of it, which is funny. Actually, I was going to say it captures the feeling of Halloween, but actually, there's not a lot of Halloween stuff in it, really. Um, And it doesn't even really sort of capture the the suburbia of the place it's set because it was actually shot in Los Angeles. 
Um, but for me as a kid, and even as I got older, not knowing that, not knowing that, you know, films don't get shot in the same place that they are set. That's what I thought suburban America looked like. Um, and, uh, you know, seeing Jamie Lee Curtis walk down those leafy streets, it's it's one of those films where actually I kind of don't need the horror in it. I could just watch, you know, mm. um, Laurie, Annie and Linda just go walking around and having a fun night like it, it just feels so <laughs> so cozy and warm to me now um but that last that last act is just so exciting and gripping every time when I would rewatch it as a kid sometimes I would just start it from that point you know where Laurie's <laughs> crossing the street and just get the thrill of the uh of the ending so it's yeah it's it's one of my faves for sure and I'm sure it's your faves as well I'm guessing not to assume yeah absolutely yeah Absolutely. It's, it's, it's just, you see, it's what I put on when I'm carving my pumpkins. It's, mm. you know, it's sort of that film that, you know, it so well, like you're saying, it's so familiar that you can just have it on like in the background while you're doing your other Halloween bits and just to get you in the mood. And Jamie Lee Curtis is just fucking brilliant, isn't she? Yeah. She's just wonderful. Every time I open Instagram, she's saying something else like, wacky or brilliant or really like looking out for the little people I just I love her she's great yeah Halloween would be my number one choice if Josh hadn't have picked it it's stole it and put it at number two (laughs) (laughs) so Josh do you understand what a ranking is but yeah should we should we tweet Jamie Lee and see what she got to say about that (laughs) beat me up cut my head off like an h2o yeah but it's funny I, I actually got to see it with an audience a couple of years ago um and I was so annoyed because <laughs> they were laughing at the, the scary bits and they were mm. they were mocking it and I was just oh, you threw in this perfect cinematic experience for me so um yeah uh, so that's where's your I respect go. where's your respect Come on. <laughs> yeah treat this film with some damn respect yes <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's your number. That's my number two. two. Yeah. So, uh, Liz, what about you? Um, so I've tried to go for some more like sort of modern horrors that I think could become staples of people's Halloween watches if they Love give it. them the chance. Um, obviously being a huge Buffy fan I would have always gone for Buffy Buffy's what I watch every Halloween mm-hmm. Trick or Treat, Halloween all the ones that Josh nailed and got to me got to first <laughs> Sorry. Um, that's okay um, but a more modern one that I think of when I think of Halloween is um, VHS I don't know if either of you have seen it um, mm, yeah, but it's first. another sort of anthology um, it's not specific to Halloween but it's sort of four or five like quite scary stories um there's a lot of sort of there's something for everyone there's like a bit of a creature feature there's a bit of like supernatural there's a bit of like a slashery serial killery one um but the reason that I love it is the last segment um it's they all go to like a Halloween party they're all in fancy dress um no spoilers but it's sort of like the house suddenly you know comes alive to its own sort of degree and it just turns into very similar to the Buffy episode fear itself Mm. if anybody's watched that um where you know they sort of find themselves trapped in this haunted house and 
things were all going wrong and stuff. And it, it's just a really fun ride. Um, I think VHS is one of those, again, you could just put it on sort of any time of the year, but Halloween's a really good one for it, especially like to watch with a group. Maybe if you're having like a little Halloween party or something and you want to sort of cater to all tastes. So that's my number two. Nice. Have you caught that one, Josh? I have, yeah. I can't... Re- I- haven't seen it for a while so I can't quite remember it but I remember that particular sequence at the end and I think I've seen 1994 as well because there's some sequels to VHS isn't there mm-hmm. um, yeah and I've seen that one with that weird like sewer monster um yeah I can't remember it oh and the one in the there's like okay now it's all coming back to me the one in like the morgue <laughs> or the like the funeral home is quite cool yeah. as well yeah yeah all of the VHS films are pretty good. Um, Viral is probably the only one that I would say skip because it's not as great. But Fair. yeah, they've all got some really good sections. Um, they've got like a lot of, you know, like Radio Silence started with them. The people that did like the new Scream and course, that did yeah. Ready or Not. And then you've got like Adam Wingard who did um, Your Next and uh, Blair Witch Project. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, and the guests. quite a lot of quite a lot of talent in there great um my number two is uh dracula 1958 the hammer horror film um Ah. (laughs) careful um we're going classic we're going classic i'm oh i'm showing my age i don't know which but um yeah immortal (laughs) (laughs) oh josh i love you so flattery will get you everywhere um yeah hammer horror has got a huge place in my heart after slashers it's like the thing i love the most uh i think they're often undervalued and overlooked films but um i love the drama the campness the set designs they're so artistic um and you know here we've got uh peter cushing and christopher lee together like two titans of horror um as Van Helsing and Dracula um so it to me it's an extra special treat to have them both together in this film um and I also have a really nice memory of seeing a a midnight screening of this film um at a, a place close to me called the Philharmonic Hall um where there's like a the an old screen that's under the stage it's like a Victorian screen and they like it comes up from under the stage and a little old man in a kilt plays an organ <laughs> as the screen rises <laughs> brilliant so yeah, that yeah um so that that's a, always a special one for me and I guess you know it's a nice one to to warm up the Halloween with um so yeah um we are now at number one. Like, this is exciting. Here we go. Uh, here we go. No no judgment, guys. It's all, it's all what it is. Um, so, Liz, what is at your number one spot? You say no judgment, but I feel like there are going to be people that will judge me for this one. Well, me and Josh one. will fight them off, won't we? We'll okay. sort Thank them you. out. I've, I've whittled my stakes. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> so this one is for me a very specific to watch on Halloween night film because for me it signifies sort of transition from Halloween season into Christmas season ah. and it is 
Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. We Amazing love it. Oh, I just absolutely love it. And you can argue that it's a Christmas film or a Halloween film, but ultimately, when you think of A no- Nightmare Before Christmas, you can't tell me that you don't start singing. This, this is, is Halloween. Halloween. This, this is Halloween. Halloween. Yes. <laughs> I put it on in the car the other day. Um, on the 1st of October, I'm driving along with the autumn leaves, listening to that song, Full Blast, and I just thought, yeah, this is it. It's here. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> so, yeah, I will defend my choice forever. I think it's an absolutely beautiful film. I think it's got everything that you could want from a Halloween film, all the like spooky little creatures, the brilliant music, the sort of even the adult themes in it of, you know, Mm. sort of being bored with your mundane life and your routine and realising at the end that, you know, you've already got everything you wanted, that kind of wonderful life vibes. But with Timber and, yeah, I just love it. I've watched it probably every year since I can remember, since it came out. Oh, amazing it's, it's so good memorable. isn't it it's such a it's wicked film yeah i love um i also love that there's the uh there's like the pop punk covers of some of the songs <laughs> yeah, yeah. you've listened but it's yeah. like there's like fallout boy do a version and like it's so cool like marilyn manson did this is halloween as well oh really controversial obviously controversial, we don't yes we don't listen to him we don't acknowledge him anymore but he did at a, the time a pretty the heavy time. good version of it yeah nice Nice, really good. And um, what about you, Josh? What, okay. what, 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 what got? What was the reason why Halloween was not number one? I'm really interested to hear this one. Come on. so better be thinking, good, Josh. Better be good. If we're thinking about Halloween night, and we're thinking about <laughs> the trajectory of the films that we're going to watch. So obviously, you know, the people aren't there yet. I'm getting ready. We start with our, we start with our Buffy. I've just got it in the background where I'm carving pumpkins and getting the candy sorted, and then we put on Trick or Treat. Because it's fun and it's scary, but it's palatable. People can watch it. Um, then you can put on the guest again because it's sort of it's for those people that want to watch sort of a more of a you know well, they've we've done some scary stuff, but like they're freaking out a bit maybe. So like let's just the, <laughs> for the locals, we'll put on something a bit more normal. Um, but we're we're actually building up to to the one which is the the main event, which is Halloween, of course, and that's going to come right right as sort of it's getting well, it's it's dark and we're all sort of hanging out. But this next one is what happens after. So like we've maybe some people oh. have gone home and maybe this is like the core group that are still awake that like genuinely want to be scared and genuinely want to. Um, I don't know, just just feel feel the fear. And so I've picked the thing that's scared me me the most. And one thing I love to show to um to fans of horror that maybe haven't seen uh seen this. So it is uh when a stranger calls from 1979, and also mm-hmm. when a stranger calls back, because the way that I watch them is that I will show the first. 30 minutes, the opening scene of When a Stranger Calls, because I genuinely think it's the most terrifying, suspenseful, expertly crafted, um, like opening sequence there is. And this is coming from me, who's like Scream's biggest fan. Like, 
this is <laughs> this is what came before and it does it so well but then the film for me isn't as great as it could be it sort of dips into a bit of an odd procedural in the middle and then act three is a banger but anyway yeah. <laughs> so then we skip ahead to 1993's tv movie when a stranger calls back which actually is a better film and has a lot more fun but the opening scene to that is probably just as scary because it plays on everything that you know from the opening of the first one and then subverts it and reinvents it but still gives you that same kind of like meticulous terror in that you know you've got the dark hallways and blacked out door frames in the background and long static shots of like just a living room and you don't know what's gonna come and it like keeps it teases you the whole time so that that would be my uh my very long-winded explanation of my number one pick which is when a stranger calls slash when a stranger calls back it's okay josh we'll put the bats down now i think yeah we were yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was convincing and we rest our case good good no pressure <laughs> i haven't seen when a stranger calls back so I, i'm intrigued oh, I, do, I, I love a tv oh, movie it's so excellent yeah it is it's like it's in that weird like sort of no man's land of before scream but it's like the 90s so it's got a little hint of that sort of modern technological kind of stuff that scream was going to do it's got carol kane as the lead role um rather than in the original she is in the opening and then doesn't come back until the end and the story sort of leaves so this yeah. sticks with her throughout and she is helping a babysitter like 20 years later or whatever who has had the same thing happen to her um and it plays out more like a more like a thriller horror in the more traditional sense than the original does and it's just really clever and yeah the, the opening scene is it, it's just as sort of like spine chilling as that first oh. one it's, it's crazy how it's the same director was able to recapture that because that's that a big feeling. thing to follow up on. Because right? you don't want to be sat in the dark watching the open scene to when a stranger calls. It's <laughs> that's why I love showing it to people though, because they genuinely get so freaked out. <laughs> um. So my number one is House on Haunted Hill from 1959. Um, so this is the William Castle film starring Vincent Price, who oh, I adore. He's an absolute master. You know, he makes me smile so much. Uh, his performance is so grandiose. It's so delicious. You can tell he's having so much fun with it and he's just relishing every moment and it just shines off the screen. I always call it like horror horror pantomime because that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Uh, I always watch this every year, like in the afternoon time, um, much to my boyfriend's like annoyance. <laughs> but um, it's a great one. It is. It's got everything. It's got, you know, the spooky uh, like effects and the sort of ghost train feel to it where things are popping out and you know everything's very over the top um looks beautiful as well like that it's shot in black and white and it just looked gorgeous um so yeah that is my number one I just thought maybe there's people that haven't watched it that now I've said it's number one they might give it a go so yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> have either of you seen this film? I think I have years and years ago, but not recently. But it's the same with When a Stranger Calls, to be honest. I feel like I watched that like a really long time ago, but I feel like I'm going to revisit them both now. Well, I've been watching the um, I've been watching the Queer for Fear documentary uh, mm. series on Shudder at the moment, and they've been talking about the um, like the Hammer Horrors. I was going to say this when you when you brought up Dracula, because um, I've not actually seen that, and watching it and seeing it within the the sort of the the context, like looked at through a queer lens, has like been really quite inspiring actually, and has really inspired me to go back and actually watch these I, I feel like a grown-up now like oh, no, it's, time. <laughs> it's time for me to go back and revisit something from before 1960 I can do it you know <laughs> my horror my horror journey starts with Psycho so I think I'm I'm quite excited to go back and and watch those ones for sure Fab. um okay well hopefully this well I know I've got a few even on my list now that I'm looking forward to watching Halloween but hopefully we've given you a good selection there a good cross reference for everybody uh so it's almost midnight the wolves are howling I feel like I should be pressing like a naff sound effect button there the wolves are howling <laughs> cats are meowing <laughs> Uh, but before the clock strikes 12, we've got time for one more game, which I'm calling Songs from Beyond. So, Josh, Liz, I'm going to give you the lyrics to five songs from horror soundtracks with a blank word in them. Um, and I want you to tell me what the missing word is and the film that the song is from. Okay, so... Same rules as the quiz, so buzzers at the ready. Okay. Uh, here we go. Okay, song number one. And I was going to sing these, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> I know it's Halloween, but, I mean, that's taken it too far. Okay, so, ain't gonna dream no more, and maybe tonight, maybe tonight, you'll be blank. We're going to need a bigger vote. Josh? Maybe tonight you'll be gone. Oh! <laughs> I should have got you to sing them. It's, um, that's, that's Dream Warriors by, <laughs> is it, it Dokken? Yes. From uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. I had a sneaky feeling you might get that one, Josh. <laughs> I okay. can feel me losing this game as well. <laughs> oh, I've got some here. I, that, might just, uh, I might just back out now, to be honest. Liz, I've got some here geared towards you, so don't worry. Okay, okay. so... Number two, hope you got your things together. Hope you are quite blank to die. Looks like we're in for nasty weather. One eye taken for an eye. Ooh. Do you want it again? No yeah, one more time, one more okay. time. I actually want to just sing it. It's hard just to Do say it. it. Okay. <laughs> no chance. Hope you got your things together. Hope you are quite blank to die looks like we're in for nasty weather one eye is taken for an eye um i'm gonna just take a stab in the dark hey um, <laughs> but that, was, that, was, that was a terrible plan um <laughs> we're gonna need a bigger boat i'm gonna say is the word is the missing word ready oh it's like so close do you know the film well, uh, mm, 
I don't know. I was just taking a guess as what word might fit. That's so. a great guess. Liz, have you got any ideas? Absolutely not a single one. Okay, so uh, so the, the written word is hope you're quite prepared today. So um, Josh, you're so close. And it is Bad Moon Rising from American Werewolf oh, in London. Of course. By yes. Credence Clearwater Revival. Okay, right. <laughs> Number three. Do I cry too much? Am I too outspoken? Don't I make you laugh? Should I blank it harder? Why do you see right through me? Here's Johnny. Oh, gosh. Come on, Liz, I'm rooting for you. Why do you see right through me? That's the last line. What's the line with the missing word? So, do I cry too much? Am I too outspoken? Don't I make you laugh? Should I blank it harder? Should I? Oh, I know the film and I know who sings it. I can even hear it in my head, but I don't know the word. Should I Say try the film. it harder? Try, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's uh, the loved ones. It's our loved ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That film's great. Am I not pretty enough? Oh that yes. One. Oh yeah, that is good. <laughs> it's gonna be in my head nice for like one. a week now. Yeah. Deep yeah. <laughs> okay. Number four. La 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 blank la. <laughs> we're gonna need we're gonna need to pick a boat. Is the missing word la? Correct. <laughs> but what is the film? Oh, um, it's Suspiria. No. No? Ah. Oh. Is it is it American Horror Story Coven? <laughs> At I'm least. just trying to think of any film that I can think of that they're doing la 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 I feel like it's something like that. Is it Rosemary's Baby? Yes. Yeah, okay. La 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 la. Yeah, I kind of want to, I want to do like a Kylie Minogue, like la la la. la, la. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to do that. Somebody <laughs> needs to do it. Do that mashup. <laughs> okay, and a final one. You'll never love another. Although she's not the kind of girl to take him to your blank. Here's Johnny. Liz. Mother. Yes. Do I know the film? Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a clue. It's a folk, it's a folk, it's a folk horror. I don't know. The Wicker Man? Yes! <laughs> Straight up guess. That was going to be my guess as well. I was like, was Cora, we've already had Midsummer. What's it going to be? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Probably exactly. the Wicker Man. <laughs> Amazing. Well, scores on the doors are two all there, so... Hey. Yeah, yeah. Draw, very good. Finally. Now we can all form a band. <laughs> by and the help way, everyone. By the way, not to plug, but I've got... Plug. I've got a banging horror playlist on my Spotify. It's called, Ooh, I think it's called ew. like KAB Radio based on the fog. Oh, 
So, and you can I just, I love it. I always put it on this time of year. So if you follow me on Spotify, it's literally just my name. I think it's Josh Tonks or Joshua Tonks. You can, you can follow that playlist if you want to listen to some of those songs, which we just spoke about, which are all in that little mix. Ooh, so yeah. 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 It's the Halloween vibes going. Absolutely. Thank you, Josh. Um, okay. So we're getting sleepy now. It's almost time to say goodbye. But before we switch off, the goose-shaped night lamp. Let's hear about how and where we can check out Liz and Josh online. So Liz, where can we find you? And have you got anything coming up that you want to tell everyone about? Um, you can find me on At Home With Horror on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm always writing for ghouls, so keep an eye out for me there. You can also check out my lists on Collider. Um, nothing to speak of at the moment. Trying to get on a few podcasts, got a few things maybe lined up. So, Ooh. but if you follow me on Twitter, I'll probably talk about absolutely everything on there. So, lovely stuff. I feel like we need a, a deep dive for ghouls now on the nightmare before Christmas. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a great idea. That can be my Christmas, uh, my Christmas pitch. Amazing. Uh, Josh, what about you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. It's just my name at Joshua Tonks. I think it's the same on Letterboxd as well. I'm on there too. Um, and I have a film which is coming <gasps> out. So um, wow. I shot a feature film called The Latent Image. Um, in January and it's getting its world premiere at the Soho Horror Fest. So that is going to be happening, I think in Brixton from November the 11th till November the 13th. I think we're on the first day. So we're November the November the 11th. It's a great lineup. It's a great festival. I know Mitch, who runs it, has put in loads of hard work and has got like quite a few bangers, which is great. Um, quite a lot of like diverse and sort of queer stories as well, which is also really nice. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that that's that i think if you if you check out my socials you'll see i think my pinned tweet gives a link to where you can get tickets but it's cool the latent image is a um it's an independent queer thriller horror uh, about uh, a writer played by myself who is um sort of in a cabin in the woods writing uh, like a mystery thriller um and encounters a strange man one night um who may or may not be a work of fiction, but clearly has um, interesting in intentions, shall we say. And it's sort of that cat and mouse sort of seduction versus, you know, um, like how much danger is he going to put himself in to keep this man um, inspiring his work? So it's uh, it's really fun. It's something that I've been involved with for the past five years. We did a um, we did a short film back in 2018. So it's just been amazing to be able to do a feature and finally get people to see it. So Soho Horror Fest, November the 11th, The Latent Image. Wow. Congratulations. Thank That's you. incredible. Thank Thank you. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thanks so much for joining us. I hope you've enjoyed this special episode. Um, thanks so much to my ghouls gang thruple for the night, Josh and Liz. <laughs> 
<laughs> thanks to everybody for listening your support helps to keep us alive so we hugely appreciate it don't forget to head on over to girlsmagazine.com for all the latest horror content and we wish you all a very spooky halloween and whatever you do don't fall asleep bye